Hello everyone, and welcome to the Mad Liberty Party. Uh, this is Paxton, and today I want to talk to you guys a little bit about uh, addiction, reliance, uh, and a little bit more about responsibility. So, the first thing is, uh, with addiction, the primary problems that I have with addiction, you know, other than it tending to ruin people's lives, is just the the absolute reliance on it and a lot of people have this idea and we hear it all the time it's it's rather common you know the the phrase from addicts that I can stop at any time that I want well why don't you because it's difficult because you don't want to because you are reliant on it it's one of those the idea that you don't want to it, well, of course you don't fucking want to. You're an addict. Of course you're not going to want to stop it. But we have to do a lot of things we don't want to do. That's part of life. That's one of the key elements to life. Imagine if you went through life only doing the things that you wanted to do. Uh, it's not going to be a very good life. I can assure you of that. And unfortunately, we're trying to like brainwash kids these days that that's all they need to do. Just do whatever you want. It doesn't really matter if it's actually productive or if it's actually tangible in the real world. Just do what you want. It doesn't matter if there happens to be negative con uh, negative consequences with that. You know, go have sex with everybody that you can possibly do, that you possibly can, because it it's fun and it's what you want. And why not? I mean, what's the worst that can happen? And then, you know, th those are the same type of people that are advocating for abortions for everybody. Just free abortions and everybody abortions. It's a dismissal of responsibility. That's what it, it always ends up being. And that's what a lot of people hate is responsibility. But addiction, the prime, I, and, you know, I'm... I'm Speaking from experience here, I think we've all faced addictions. I think all of us have addictions to something. There's probably something I'm addicted to right now. Well, I am drinking obscene amounts of coffee every day. But uh, there are some addictions that are more harmful to, than others. Um, obviously, like if you're doing meth and you know cocaine and things like that on a regular basis and you're spending hundreds, if not thousands of dollars on drugs or alcohol well obviously that's going to be a problem for you because there's a lot more productive things you can be doing with that money uh, fortunately coffee isn't outrageously expensive yet we'll see how long that lasts but uh, with addictions it, it's a loss of potential that the amount of things that you could be doing rather than uh, whatever whatever it may be that you're addicted to from video games to porn to you know what have you imagine all the things you could be doing with that time and uh, ironically enough uh, typically what I do whenever I'm trying to get over a bad habit or an addiction is I try to replace that with another good habit uh, I'm, I'm trying to get over a uh, what I've noticed to be an addiction and a negative one at that uh, that I've, you know, something I've discovered relatively recently, and uh, I, I never really thought it was a problem before, but now, now that I'm trying to stop it, 
I, I, I see the urges, I see the desire to want to continue that, and I, I keep trying to make mental excuses to myself that, you know, we can go ahead and do this and it's not going to become a problem. Uh, you know, what, what harm is it doing, etc. and so forth. And I know, and you should know, that whenever you are having those type of thoughts, whenever you are having such strong desires and calls to action over a substance or over a uh, particular action or anything, you, you really need to question why it is that you are doing this thing and what could you be doing that would be better for you. So, instead of doing the thing, whenever I have the desire to do said addiction, I uh, try to replace it with something positive. Uh, particularly, I'm trying to replace it with uh, working out again. Uh, I used to work out every morning, and recently, due to, to the cold snap and being a little under the weather, I've stopped doing that. Uh, at least for the time being, hopefully we can get back into that once this... A cold evens out a little bit and it's not just negative 20 outside uh, but yeah so anytime I feel this urge of addiction it's kind of a reward and a punishment all at the same time where I, I've decided that I need to go and work out once I feel this urge because if I can replace this urge with the connotation that hey man every every time you desire this you're gonna have to go fucking work out for 30 minutes to an hour and, uh, uh, spoiler alert, I don't like the gym that much. I do it because it's healthy and it's the good thing to do, but fuck do I hate it. I mean, I, I'm, I'm pretty confident that I'd rather kneecap myself than, uh, have to run for a mile or two. But, it's besides the point. Try to find a positive, if, if you are struggling with an addiction right now, if you are struggling with bad habits at the moment, try to replace that action with a positive action and uh, ideally you're wanting to try to replace it with something that you actually enjoy doing that way you can uh, get the same uh, dopamine release and build more or a, a new neural networks to this reward system uh, that doesn't usually work too terribly well for me I do way better with uh, negative reinforcement uh, but, you know, what, whatever might work for you, uh, you definitely need to start following that. Uh, whether it's negative reinforcement or positive reinforcement, start pursuing that. Find something else that makes you happy, lets you relax, whatever it might be, and just pursue that. Every single time you have that urge. No excuses, no exceptions, just fucking do it. One of the, the big reasons why I'm, a, a, I guess, an advocate for getting rid of addiction is just because of the reliance on it. Uh, I personally am not married as of yet, but uh, I know there's many people out there uh, that are married or in a long-term relationship that uh, addiction has ruined their relationship. And for me, I don't want that to be an issue. I don't want my addiction or my reliance on a su uh, substance or an activity to call into question my marriage or long-term relationship. I want my significant other to know that they can rely on me. When, in a worst case situation, if shit hits the fan, and all of a sudden I don't have, you know, whatever it might be that I'm addicted to, well, 
you're going to be dealing with all those withdrawal symptoms then. And that's the very last thing that you want. It, you know, that's why I always talk to people about quitting smoking and, you know, drugs and drinking alcohol at seeing amounts um, and trying to cut back on coffee. Because when shit does hit the fan and, and it will uh, inevitably hit the fan, it may not be in our generation, but it might be in a couple of years from now. Who fucking knows? But it will hit the fan. And when that does happen, when things stop running like normal, like we are used to, we're going to have a lot of issues. And the very last thing that you want to have on your mind is where can I get my next bottle of booze? Whenever your family is trying to figure out what they are going to eat, how are we going to protect ourselves? Where are we going to go? What are we going to do? The last thing you want is for your head to be pounding because you haven't had a cigarette in a couple of hours. So think about that, especially if you're a prepper, especially if you're preparing for the worst case scenarios. That's one of the, the primary things that I try to advocate for. And it's a huge reason why I work out, by the way, um, because I want to be prepared. I want to know that, you know, if something's heavy in my way, I'm going to be able to uh, move it. If if I need to run, I know that I can run. Um, if I get in an altercation, I want to know that I can protect myself uh, and my uh, family to the best of my abilities and not be lacking in a physical regard as much as possible. Uh, you know, if you're overweight or, uh, or if you're uh, up there in age, then, uh, I mean, it seems like a no-brainer. We've got to start working out and getting healthy. Not only does it just make everything in your life a lot better but it's going to prepare you better for the future and it also helps your mindset and especially if you replace whatever addiction you have whatever bad habit you have with working out i mean that's trading a huge negative for a huge positive there is nothing negative that comes from working out there really isn't you you there's nothing but gains you start feeling better about yourself you start strengthening your mind and pushing yourself and uh you you'll be more physically uh, ready when shit hits the fan. I'm just not, I don't see a lose in that situation. I hear people all the time telling me about how, uh, man, we're ready, ready for the boogaloo, we're ready for the revolution, we can't wait for the civil war, we can't wait for things to start hitting the fan, we can't wait for a zombie apocalypse, whatever the fuck it might be. Dude, you're fucking 290. You're 290 and 5'8", dude. Like, how long do you actually think you're going to fucking last? You, you smoke a pack a day. How long do you think you're going to last? You need a bottle of whiskey every night before you fucking go to bed. How long do you think you're going to fucking last? You're going to be the person on a fucking corner sucking people's cock for fucking alcohol. That's what you're going to end up being if you have that type of addiction. Or whatever your addiction might be. You don't want to know how we know that? We want to know why I know that? Because it's already happening and shit hasn't even hit the fan yet. People that are addicted to drugs will do anything for drugs because that's how addiction works. And the more you do ex-addictions, the worse addictions get and the harder it is to quit them. There is no good time to quit an addiction. There is not a good time to quit an addiction. There is uh, bad times, don't get me wrong. Uh, you know, maybe don't quit your addiction like Thanksgiving Day or something and be pissy with everybody. That's probably not ideal, but... All I'm really trying to advocate for is to be the best version of you that you possibly can be. Be the best possible version that you can be. You don't want someone 
to write a book about you and your addictions be the majority of the story. You don't want that to be your story. And uh, I think it was uh, Joe Rogan that said that you need to act like you are a star in a movie or you are a superhero and somebody is recording you. Somebody is recording your life. And uh, you need to decide what kind of story you're going to fucking tell people. You need to decide what kind of story you want to portray to the people. That's how you need to live your life, guys. Especially. Especially if you're a fucking libertarian or an anarchist. How are we going to talk about responsibility? How are we going to say to people that not everybody is going to become a drug addict if we decriminalize or legalize all drugs and substances? If we ourselves are addicts over things that are currently legal? You know, uh, I hear a lot of people say that marijuana or weed or whatever the fuck you'd like to call it is not addictive. That might be the case. You know, I, I don't look at the fucking papers on if marijuana itself has addictive properties. But I do know one thing, and this goes for all of the things, that the release of dopamine that you get for smoking that, if you're enjoying yourself, is addictive. Dopamine is addictive. That's how gambling works. That's how casinos work. That's their whole fucking point. Those machines in there, the slot machines, are designed to release as much dopamine as possible. That's why they have all the bells and whistles and flashing lights, because it gets your your brain to think you're being rewarded. And that builds a dopamine level. That creates a neural chain way in which uh, the more you do it, the stronger that urge is. That's just how things work. If you really enjoy something, that's how those things are going to work. That's why you can't be relying on those type of things. You've got to find things that are beneficial to you and also provide that uh, sense of dopamine. I mean, uh, reading is a good example. That is something that uh, a lot of people enjoy that uh, is also beneficial in a lot of ways. It's very, very seldom that someone reads a book and it's not largely beneficial to people. I mean, e even a bad book, you're going to learn something. You might learn that you didn't fucking like that book and the author's fucking retarded, but hey, at least you learned something. And of course, you know, like I said, I'm not perfect and no one is going to be perfect. We're all going... I, I'm not advocating that we need to uh, end all of the, the potential vices and addictions out of our life. I know that's not super realistic. Would it be ideal? Of course. You know, if uh, if we if things hit the fan, I, I, I'm pretty sure I could fucking stop drinking coffee for a while. I drink coffee because I fucking enjoy it. Just like, you know, someone might smoke marijuana because they enjoy it. Um, and... Uh, you know, all, all the other things, I've tried to narrow it down to the least toxic thing, or the, uh, yeah, the least toxic things in my life. And uh, I, I've found the things that are the most harmful to my life, the things that take up the most amount of my time, the most amount of my brain power. Um, and I've decided to cut those things out and try to replace them with other things. And my life has improved uh, just, you know, through, through the fucking roof. Where I was a year ago and where I am today are, are very, very, very very different and I'm telling you all I'm, I'm promising you in fact that if you take one of those harmful addictions out of your life and replace it with something positive you're gonna see huge changes 
And, you know, I, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there right now that might be watching this and saying, you know, Paxton, what does this have to do with politics? I thought you guys were a political channel. It does have to do with politics. We have to be a responsible party. We have to show people that taking responsibility for yourself is good, is, is the proper thing to do. And it's not easy, but it's the right thing to do. And it's what we need to do. That is the whole deal with anarchism and libertarianism, is we're talking about responsibility for the self. We have given so much responsibility to the state that we've lost ourselves. We've lost the right to control ourselves. And it's only going to get worse if we don't really aggressively start pushing back. And this is the way that it starts. We've got to educate as many people as possible. We've got to start showing people that we're not just fucking talk. Again, like I've said a thousand times, I'm tired of the fucking bullshit, but we're all keyboard warriors. We need to, we need to walk the walk that we have been telling people for years now. We've just got to start doing it. We've got to be the party of activists and volunteers. And that starts with being the best version of you that you possibly can be. That starts with showing people that you can be responsible and that it's not a fucking easy thing, but it's the right thing to do. And that life improves when you take responsibility for yourself. We have to show people that it's a positive because right now people don't think it's a positive. They think it's easier because on paper it sounds easier and better to just give responsibility to the government. Let them handle all the fucking things and then I have less work to do. No, 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 no. That's not the best thing. Because eventually, and this always happens, inevitably, what happens is the government starts with something small. We give them a small little piece. You know, uh, it starts with saying, hey, you know what, uh, I, I've got to work, my children has to go to school, why don't we let the school systems, why don't we increase a tax or add a tax, whatever the fuck it might be, that way my child can eat a school lunch at the school. That way I don't have to worry about it, because I have to work, you know, it's, it is what it is. And I understand that. Most people understand that. But what happens, I mean, what is keeping the government, now that they're feeding your child, uh, to help them better with education, what is keeping them from extending that a little bit? What is keeping them from saying, hey, you know what, uh, we've got this new superfood that is supposed to increase their IQ, increase their cognitive abilities, and we're going to start feeding that to your child. We're going to start sprinkling vitamins in your food and start feeding that to your children. Or, what, what if they start saying that they're going to start giving your children meals for dinner time to take to back to the house? Or saying that, hey, you know what, uh, why don't we just, since your children are already eating uh, lunch and breakfast here, why don't they just stay for dinner? Why don't we just have school till 6, 7 o'clock at night and they'll have dinner here and we'll keep classes going and going and going. And then, before you know it, you've got children that are doing nothing but school. You might not see them. You, it might get to such an extreme that you're fucking visiting them at school. I, I know it sounds crazy, but that is not that far off if you honestly think about it. If you honestly start putting the pieces together, it, it's not that far off. And people say, oh, you know, we would never fucking let that happen. Oh, that's fucking bullshit. That's fucking bullshit. How did we let the NSA happen? How did we let the Patriot Act happen? How, how are we still letting these wars go on in other countries? How is a man being... Uh, targeted by police for eating a sandwich on the fucking sidewalk. How are we still letting police shoot the shit out of people 
but we expect our military not to do the same thing in an active fucking war zone. People are complacent, and we have to start showing them that there's at least some of us that do care, and that we're not going to sit idle. And we need, the key here, the key, as a libertarian, as an anarchist, the key is to show people, to plant the seeds, that responsibility for oneself, and for one's family, for one's community, for one's neighbors, those are good things. They're not easy things, but they are the best possible way to fucking live. They're the best possible way of going forward. So yeah, that's that's what I have to say about addiction. It's really about taking responsibility for yourself and showing people that you can take responsibility for yourself. That's po that you can trade negative habits for positive habits and you can improve your life. It's very very simple. Like I'm not, you know, rewriting the book on, you know, self-help bullshit, but it's very very simple and so few people actually fucking do it. I hear people bitching about Jordan Peterson all the time because of that, like acting like he's you know, fucking revolutionary. Like, no one said that. No one's saying that he's saying anything new. He's just saying it in the best possible way, and it happens to be that there's a large amount of people that are actually reading his shit and actually taking his shit into action. He's not rewriting, you know, he's, he's not reinventing the wheel. He's saying the same shit that we've all heard before. Somehow or another, he's just managed to make it click for people, though. And that's good. I'm not going to complain about that. And if you want to complain about people making themselves better, then go fuck yourself. It must be a jealousy thing. Maybe you're not capable of making yourself better. Yeah, I mean... We just have to take responsibility, guys. That's that's what this is all about. End your addictions, end your bad habits, as many as you possibly can, and find something positive to replace them. That's, that's a very key thing in responsibility. Self-responsibility. You have to master the responsibility of oneself, and then you can start looking outward. You can start with your family unit, your neighbors, then your community. And that's how we create leaders, is creating people that are responsible for themselves and beyond. That's a leader. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, suggestions for us, uh, feel free to give us a, a, a comment or hit us up in our Discord. Our link is going to be below in the description. Uh, or if you fucking hated it, feel free to join our Discord and then yell at me for a while about it. It'll make for a good laugh, I am sure. Um, otherwise, please like and subscribe. Um, and yeah, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you guys and have a nice morning.